there, I'm Andrea Koppel, and it's time for coffee, the podcast where you get to hear firsthand what the jobs and careers that interest you the most are really like. Hey there, Java junkies. What's up? Hope the semester ended on a positive note and that you're getting what you hoped out of classes. And please don't forget about taking advantage of all the different extracurricular activities that are available on campus and through internships based on the dozens and dozens and dozens of professionals I've interviewed on T4C. One of the biggest takeaways for me has been how valuable participating in team sports, in Greek life, whatever various clubs and events on campus have been for so many of my guests, no matter what their profession is today. And that also goes for internships, part-time and full-time jobs while you're in school, no matter how glamorous or grungy they are. Without realizing it, you're getting incredible experiences that will help you during your professional journey. Speaking of journeys, if you're interested in the world of advertising, then this is the episode for you. Because my next guest has spent his entire 20-year career in this industry, and today is the chief creative officer at one of the world's hottest digital agencies. But before I introduce you to Steve Babcock, I want to make sure you've signed up for the Java Junkies Journal. That's Time for Coffee's weekly newsletter that we blast out every Monday to give you an exclusive preview of the new episodes and professionals we're going to be featuring that week. And it is super easy to sign up. Just head over to the Time for Coffee website at Time the number 4coffee.org, and the sign-up box is right there on the homepage. Now, my caffeinistas, please grab your mug and take a chug of your favorite caffeinated brew because it's time for another caffeinated career conversation. And my guest is Steve Babcock, whose advertising career began as he puts it, in the most cliche way possible, working in the mailroom at an advertising firm in Salt Lake City, Utah. Within a year, he was promoted to junior copywriter. Since then, Steve has created noteworthy campaigns for brands like Volkswagen, Domino's Pizza, Best Buy, Applebee's, Guitar Hero, and on and on. In addition to raising his small family and touring the country in a rock band, he has held creative positions ranging from copywriter to partner, executive creative director at Euro RSCG, Strzok, Crispin Porter, and Boguski, and EVB. Today, Steve is the Chief Creative Officer at VaynerMedia. Steve, welcome to Time for Coffee. Are you caffeinated and ready to go? I am ready and caffeinated. You are. What's your favorite caffeine? Well, I, I'm always ashamed to admit this because my caffeine comes in the form of Diet Mountain Dew. <laughs> oh my God. Seriously? <laughs> I hadn't had a Mountain Dew since junior high and I discovered it about six months ago accidentally and I felt like it was good because it was diet because I only wanted you know I want to drink a diet beverage and it has become my very favorite sort of pick-me-up drink but everybody gives me the same reaction oh, it yeah. is injecting poison into my body they're like really I'm like yeah, yeah I'm but, just being honest that's, but it is kind of right, right you're a mountain guy so it's kind of in keeping with that I, I yeah I don't think there's anything in the Mountain Dew uh <laughs> ingredients list that makes it uh, mountain-esque, though. <laughs> I, think, I think it's all manufactured. Yeah. Excellent. Well, let us move right into our 10 espresso shots with the first question. What 
entry-level jobs are available to young people who want to break into advertising, whether it's at VaynerMedia or another advertising firm? Yeah, I think the first thing to do if you want to break into advertising is identify what part of advertising you want to break into. There's several components that make up an advertising agency. I run the creative side. So artists, writers, videographers, editors, designers, photographers, filmmakers, etc. The makers, the creative makers, if that's interesting to you. There's also the strategy side, people who are interested in business strategy or account management, people who are very interested in selling, being a liaison between clients and agency. So number one is figure that out. Once you figure that out, or if you haven't, there's also ways for me, I just got a job in the mailroom at an agency because I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do. But otherwise, most agencies will definitely take advantage of paid internships or at Vayner, we have a thing called a residency program, which is beyond an internship. It's a full-time position that is designed to really give you six months of full on the job. There's really nothing different than a full-time job. It is a full-time job, but it's at a six-month level where it's like, okay, you get to work with people, learn before you kind of go on your own. So Mm -hmm. every department has those. They're different at every agency. The key is in this industry is getting in. I mean, it really, really is because, you know, I think a lot of people entering the workforce and maybe this is for all industries. I just know advertising. It's like, I want to get in I don't have a lot of experience or any experience, but every job requires experience. So how do I reconcile not having experience, but even this entry-level job requires experience? And that's the number one thing I tell anybody. It's like, well, how do you check off the experience box? Whether it's interning, sometimes it's working for free (laughs) if you have to, or somehow doing that. Because once you have some of that experience, then you're able to get in. But like I said, there's junior copywriters, junior art directors, junior designers, there's junior account people, there's junior strategists. Every agency is a little different, but every agency thrives on finding quality entry-level candidates. Absolutely. So Steve, what is a useful skill or skills that you look for in the young people that you hire at VaynerMedia? It's interesting. There's skills. For me, from a creative perspective, it's like I need to look at your work. And even if it's not work, like, oh, I haven't made any ads or whatever because I've never done that. I can still see how creative you are. I can see how capable you are as a designer or a videographer or an editor because of social media. I believe I can make this brand famous. Well, then show me what you're doing for yourself or et cetera. On top of that, though, on top of like the actual hard skill, for me, I look at is someone kind, are they empathetic and are they hardworking? The workforce is so complex and busy and the world of advertising, because it's a client service industry, you've got all kinds of issues to deal with every day. The last thing you need are to deal with your own issues or have internal issues. So finding people that are just positive and happy and want to put in the extra time and make someone else's job easier. I really look for good people to be around. Yeah. I'm guessing with those soft skills, you can teach them the technical skills. I think so. I think that's exactly right. How you are as a human is sort of in you. I mean, you can definitely coach and correct some things, but it's harder to do that. It's easier to teach somebody advertising. Yeah. You can't really teach someone how to just be a good person. (laughs) Right. I wish we could, but, you know, we can certainly model the right behavior. (laughs) That's right. So what about someone's major? Is it a deciding factor to get into advertising? In other words, if they haven't studied it, is it a deal breaker for you? No, not at all. Like I said, specifically on the creative side, I honestly could not tell you the last time I've 
looked to see where someone went to school or what degree they got. On the creative side, you live and die based on your portfolio of work or portfolio of your craft. That's really it. If you come to me and say, I'm a designer and I went to this college and did this and this and this degree, I think that's fine. Show me your designs. Let's see your work. That's really, really it. I mean, I'm the same. I got my first copywriter job and I was still in school and not even going into advertising for school. So I've worked with several bosses who hadn't graduated college or high school, you know, so the creative side of advertising is much more of a show what you're capable of. In advertising, we call it a book. It's like nice. you always want to be building your book. Yeah. It sounds really egalitarian. <laughs> yes. I know. Yeah. Now, what about a grad school degree? And obviously less so for somebody breaking into this field, maybe more so for someone who wants to get into management or eventually run their own firm. I'm of the belief that education in any form is worth pursuing. I say in marketing or in advertising, I've seen mostly with graduate schools, there are a lot of advertising portfolios, advertising master's classes and master's degree type things where you can go get that second level of education. I would say the biggest thing though, and if I could go back in time, maybe something I would do a little differently is I wouldn't have positioned my study to be around creative advertising because that was something I kind of had in me. I had that talent. I would have gone back and focused more on business and marketing. I would have got a business degree because I would say that's of understanding to have in marketing and advertising because you can yeah. understand or run your own agency, you know. Absolutely. That is great advice. Steve, what kind of life experiences do you think are most useful for someone starting out in this field? And by that, I mean, whether it's doing like what you did with your buddies, toured the country with a rock band, whether it's learning another language, whether it's just playing around on social media, whatever that is, what do you think are the most useful ones for someone to have coming into advertising? I think it's variety of experience. I find best people in advertising have spent time doing a lot of different things. Advertising, really, your job is to be empathetic to a lot of different people because you're trying to sell a product or a service or communicate or connect in some way to a whole bunch of different audiences on behalf of whatever brand you're working on. So, you know, like I have people I work with where if you looked at their resumes or their job history, you would scratch your head because you're like, oh, this doesn't make any sense. You were a valet, then all of a sudden you managed a bar, and then you were a person that like was in charge of deflating and inflating bounce houses. And, you know, it's like <laughs> all over. This is actually a true story. Yeah. He's one of my writers here. And now you're a writer advertising. So I just think experience, especially in the creative field, because you're going to draw from experiences. If you hold yourself up and just sort of study the topic, you know, I don't know if that's as interesting versus somebody who goes out and it's like, I've experienced so many things. And now I can deploy that experience on behalf of brands trying to connect with culture. Well, you just hit on it right there when you said culture. So if you're out in the world experiencing culture, whether it's in this country or elsewhere, you're going to be able to tap into that once you start working with your clients. That's right. So what is the best part for you, Steve, of being in advertising? Oh, that's a good question because there's a lot. There's a lot. 
Hmm, wow. He just made me think about a lot of things. Everything. I almost said like the dress code. <laughs> because, like, you know, I get on the train every morning to come into the city and I'm on the train with a bunch of finance people. And it's like, yeah, you look nice. But I'm like, I would really hate to wear a suit and tie every day. And I look at me and I'm in a hoodie and some jeans. I think the best part about advertising is the constant change. Just by nature of what it is and how our clients are and how media and the world is evolving. I know all industries change, but this one changes so rapidly. Like right now, someone is developing the next social media platform that is going to blow up tomorrow. Everyone needs to know how to market on and be present with. I think that's really nice. It's hard to get bored in this job. Every day you come to work and you're just like, all right, that's a new one. Let's, (laughs) Let's figure that out. Yeah, it sounds like it's a lot of fun. But as we know, every job has aspects that are not so fun. What is the part of your current job that sucks the most? The part that sucks the most is keeping everybody happy. Now, what I mean by that, people being happy doesn't suck. It's hard to do it. So what sucks is when you're unable to. The creative department that I work with here is 200 people. And that's 200 individuals who have unique aspirations, unique challenges, unique things that they want to do or things that they don't like and do like. And the thing that sucks the most is that I'm unable to make everybody 100% happy and fulfilled and challenged and perfect at every given moment. That really weighs on me the most. It's like, I wish I could do that and I can't. And I hate it when I'm confronted with that or when I have to have a conversation or when I don't even have a conversation. I just acknowledge that like, I am not making it happen for this person and it's really affecting them. And so I think it's the feeling of letting people down, even if it's out of your control, that's the part that probably sucks the most. That to me sounds like you're talking about the management hat that you wear. Correct. And that is really hard. I can't imagine any manager of 200 people keeping everyone happy. You're putting a lot of, I would say, an extra burden on your shoulders, which shows your empathy. Yeah, it's tough. (laughs) At the end of the day, you just do what you can do. Yeah. So Steve, what is the best career advice that you've ever gotten? I can tell you specifically as a quote, because I've written articles about this. The best career advice I received specifically to my career in creative advertising was it was said in this phrase by a former boss and friend named Andrew Keller. He said, Steve, the sooner you enjoy solving problems, the sooner you'll enjoy this business. And to me, it sounds a bit dramatic, but it clicked in a way that changed how I approached advertising. I was so frustrated that there was something that was going wrong on a client I was working with and it was driving me crazy. And Andrew really sat me down and helped me understand that my job is to solve problems and to learn to enjoy that. And by nature, when you learn to enjoy solving problems, you're not so scared of problems propping up. In fact, you start to welcome them a little bit more because you're like, I enjoy solving this. A problem is inconvenient. A problem is not fun. It's tentious. It's all of these things. But if you're like, I use creativity and my intelligence and my understanding of business and people to solve problems. And it does. You really start to enjoy the business more. I think you become a more valuable marketer and creative. So yeah, I've written a few articles about that phrase because it was pivotal in my career. I actually read it and am going to be asking you more about that in our main interview, but I couldn't agree more. And frankly, I think it applies across any industry. I think that is fantastic career advice. So 
two final espresso shots. What movies, if any, or Netflix, Amazon, Hulu shows, or even fiction books, Steve, accurately depict the field of advertising? Who? I think Mad Men, which I've never seen. So <laughs> which everyone, <laughs> okay. everyone's like, everyone's like, how have you not seen that? You're an advertiser. From what I understand, I think it was very, unfortunately, very accurate to the era in which it represents. I think fortunately, we've come a long way from that world. I don't think I've seen a movie, to be honest. And there's probably some I haven't seen that accurately portrays advertising as it is today. You know, I've seen like the one with Mel Gibson where he starts to be able to hear women's thoughts and there's this and that, but I've never seen one that makes me go, oh, that's actually what it's like. Yeah. If there is one, I welcome your listeners to send me the link, but I haven't seen it. Yeah, that would be cool. If any of our listeners know of a movie or a show, a series that really kind of taps into advertising, let us know. Final espresso shot, Steve. What would Java junkies be surprised to learn about your profession? You would be surprised by how much guessing goes into this job. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I'm curious what aspect is the guessing or betting or, you know, that's the thing about marketing is like no one knows that this campaign will become viral or this thing will take off. And I think they're educated guesses, but they're all bets. And there's no formula. There's no like, here's exactly how you do it. Boom, boom, boom. Everything is a leap of faith. And the more you do that, obviously, it feels like the leaps get smaller because you're a little more familiar with the leap. But I think anybody who sits there and says, we know exactly what we're doing at all times is a little bit delusional. Well, that is good to know because, my goodness, you've had many successes over your career. So I think that probably means that maybe you're pretty good at Vegas. (laughs) Maybe we'll go try. (laughs) Steve, thank you so much for making Time for Coffee today with me and the Time for Coffee community. I love what you do. The field of advertising sounds so exciting and interesting. And I have no doubt that you will inspire a lot of people to consider joining you. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. It was a lot of fun. Thanks so much for listening to Time for Coffee, where the professionals in the jobs that most interest you always have time to grab coffee 24-7, no matter where you live. I have one quick favor to ask you. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to Time for Coffee. Thanks so much.